Welcome to the Geek Domination Podcast. I'm your host, Zane Coppage. Today is July 5th, 2015. And uh, yeah, so today we're just going to pretty much only keep it to just nerdly news. We're not going to do much else. Everybody else is busy uh, with personal life stuff. So it's just going to be me real quick doing quick little, uh, you know, 30 to an hour cast, um, preferably on the shorter side. So without any further ado, let's go and get started. Uh, this week in the nerdly news. Alright, yeah, so in gaming, we've got not a whole lot, you know, it's it's like every other week. There's a lot, but a lot of it's garbage. So, uh, yeah, so one thing is that with Arkham Knight, released a couple weeks ago, um, they confirmed that the first DLC is going to be Batgirl, uh, a matter of family, and that it will be Barbara Gordon. Uh, that's due out... July 14th for the season pass holders and July 21st one week later for the uh, additional cost of $7 if you don't have the season pass. Um, yeah, it should be pretty interesting to see their take on Barbara's kind of solo adventures. In another piece of news, the Fallout 4 Pip-Boy editions will not work with the iPhone 6 Plus specifically. Um, they're not phablet compatible. So I assume also that the Samsung tabs or whatever will not work. So, you know, sad day for all those of us that uh, wind up getting the phablets and then can't play that. So next up we have Elder Scrolls Online director moves to Gearbox Software. When I heard about this one, I thought it was a little interesting because we've heard for a couple years now rumors that the next Borderlands title will be an MMO type game. It would seem that since they've launched the MMORPG Borderlands Online for the Chinese market, that eventually they'd want to roll it out to the rest of the globe, you know, because of profit. Well, uh, this seems to be substantiated now by the fact that Paul Sage, the creative director for The Elder Scrolls Online, has left Zenimax Studios to join Borderlands uh, at Gearbox. So, kind of just lending more credence to the idea that Perhaps the next Gearbox Borderlands title will kind of come from the same root of thought as, say, like games like Destiny, where they pull from the MMO community to reinvigorate their own genres. So, you know, it's pretty cool. Uh, next up, we have Mass Effect Andromeda. Story, multiplayer, and customization details have been leaked. Some of it was due to a video that was released. Um, another thing was that much like when Dragon Age Origin or Dragon Age Inquisition was uh, ramping up for its big uh, marketing year, they released a bunch of um, surveys out on the internet. And those surveys have now gotten around enough that people have kind of spread the knowledge of them. And it would seem that things like you're only a human protagonist you're fighting in the andromeda cluster trying to find a new world to habitat to habitate um with the human population it seems really interesting because they're adding a couple of new species and they're giving you more and more reasons why you should be excited about that title i don't know but much like usual bioware their surveys reveal a little too much a little too early so they're out there this week we got a little bit of, of destiny hubbub as usual our usual destiny minute it seems like nowadays 
Um, the Taken King has some new raid details revealed by uh, Bungie and Luke Smith. Um, not a huge deal, but that's on our site. David Cross, the comedian, says that he and fellow comedian Brian Posehn wrote a bunch of jokes trying to infuse that game with some comedy and Bungie hasn't used a single line of their dialogue kind of infuriating because like they both said in their articles was that these two guys are definitely big gamers themselves on top of being comedians and it's just kind of a slap in the face when they're writing some good tongue-in-cheek humor for a game at the request of the creators and then it not be used Lastly is that uh, people have begun scamming Destiny's Red Bull DLC. It would appear that since Red Bull is using a very arbitrary code system, it's very easy to make up your own codes, which the very real probability is that the people that are scamming this right now are using codes that already exist out in the real world invalidating cans that you might be purchasing for that sole purpose of getting this content so uh, we already felt kind of skeezed out by the fact that they're forcing us to buy products that we might not normally want to buy to access the content we want to access uh and then it just backfires like not say that anyone should be happy or, or proud of themselves, but, you know, it's a nice little middle finger to Bungie in this case. Um, but, yeah, that's it for Destiny, thankfully. Um, moving on, though. Uh, the last real piece of uh, gaming news is that there's a rumor going around that the Nintendo NX will be released in July of 2016 following an, er, an early announcement at E3. 2016 i think that's a little ridiculous i think the console is more slated for a holiday release 2016 if not a full year later in 2017 i think nintendo actually is going to wind up pushing the nx to possibly even like a springtime release 2017 and much like they did gamecube and wii u the Zelda tile that they're creating now will wind up being cross-platform across those two consoles, just like the Twilight Princess was on GameCube and Wii. So, just a rumor. Remember that. It's just a rumor. Moving on over into film, because uh, there's not really any TV stuff, and any TV mentions we have crosses directly over into film. So, first up, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 has officially been titled... Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 in reference to the second tape that Peter Quill finds um, in the gift his mom gave him before she died. So, you know, kind of to be expected, but silly at the same time. Yeah, should be good. Um, next up is Hulk is not a primary part of Captain America Civil War. Um, the You know, the fact that Mark Ruffalo found out from robert downey jr about him playing a role in cap shows just how small it actually is more than likely they'll wind up using the hulk as justification for why the registration act is needed you know it is what it is and he'll wind up having a fringe role for a while i doubt it'll be that important next up we got 
a new look at Spider-Man's costume in his Spider-Mobile. Remember how I, uh, I had said in a recent Zane's World episode that with the comics, he's getting a new costume and a new Spider-Mobile. And it's going to be much more like a 70s spy film. That Spider-Mobile is really cool, so check it out. The director of Ant-Man is interested in doing an Ant-Man prequel about Hank Pym. I find this extremely interesting because technically Hank Pym has had some of the longest running background stories that you can pull from. I mean, he's been an active Avenger since the beginning of the Avengers comics, since the first issue. And they have all of that to work with, all that time that he was Ant-Man and Giant-Man and Goliath and Yellow Jacket, Wasp. Like, he's done it all, been it all, so it'd be stupid of them not to go back and explore that but also play with it they love to use um different genres as a backdrop why not make it like a well make that like a 70s spy film like you have a man acting in the 60s and 70s with the ability to shrink down to the size of an ant and then sneak into places and steal stuff yeah that's definitely like a 60s and 70s arrows get smart style spy film I'd totally be in for that. This one's kind of big. Kevin Feige thinks Marvel TV characters will appear in the films. This kind of coming off of the fact that we found out not too long ago that all Marvel characters are contracted now to do the, the films at some point. So, cool. I honestly think it's really cool to see the TV actors grow and, and graduate to film status. So... Good on them to actually make that a thing. Star Trek 3 will be known as Star Trek Beyond. This coming off of a different writing cat, you know, the writing and the, the director uh, changes. So, yeah, should be good. I'm, I'm actually really excited for a third Star Trek film. So, we got a new trailer for the movie Creed, a uh, sequel to Rocky Balboa, the film where Sylvester Stallone plays his iconic Rocky Balboa character. In his 50s, in this film, he plays Rocky Balboa as a late-aged trainer training up his old sparring partner, Apollo Creed's son, who is played by Michael B. Jordan. And man, it looks really cool. I'm stoked. They're making a Hello Kitty movie. I'm just going to let you guys sit with that piece of knowledge. They're making a Hello Kitty movie. And the very last piece of movie news that we've got this week is uh, the Boruto, Naruto the movie, is going to debut at the New York Comic Con this fall. And me, and I can also state for my good friend and podcast mate, Jean-Luc Navant, that we are so excited to go see this film. We are so ready to go check that movie out. It looks and sounds cool in every way. Oh, and I guess the last real piece of movie news, sorry, one more thing, is uh, they're making a Monopoly movie, which, albeit Hasbro should stop turning their board games into films. However, Monopoly quite possibly is the most apt for a film recreation due to the way that Monopoly is played. The fact that we have laws outlawing actual Monopolies in the country of the U.S., as to how those are adhered to well that's a different story but it has legs to stand on at some point so this one possibly could be good and lastly is that as we come up on to comic-con um 
we're seeing a lot of announcements from comic book companies and what they're coming out and launching for the date, you know, for the week of Comic-Con. And first off, we have Marvel announces the 45 all-new, all-different series. We knew that. Hell, I did a Zane's World on it just recently. Um, another thing that's happening is that Mighty Morphin Power Rangers comic series has been reannounced. Uh, they had a series in the 90s. It wasn't all that good. But here's hoping. They're trying to amp up some hype for that film. And they really want to make that film popular. So, you know, good on them. Um, the art of Uncharted 4 was announced by Dark Horse Comics. And they will they will also be releasing a uh, Call of Duty Black Ops 3 comic book to kind of really help shape that game as well. Firefly will be showing up in some capacity at SDCC this year uh, in the format of a new online MMO as well as the original cast will be appearing for panel as all their original characters. Pretty big undertaking. I'm kind of excited to hear some more news on that one. Another thing is that Warner Brothers has now revealed their Comic-Con panel details. You can find that all on our website, geekdomination.net. But this also includes Batman vs. Superman. So if you're really looking forward to that, be excited. Another thing is that KFC is putting a Comic-Con exclusive out there with the Colonel Sanders comic book. Yes, there is a Kentucky Fried Chicken Colonel Sanders comic book out there for Comic-Con. The last piece of uh, comic book news really is that Comic-Con exclusive for Funimation is Dragon Ball Z and Attack on Titan. One of the things is that you'll see a colossal Titan-styled uh, Funko Pop as well as a bunch of other Funimation-style gifts and swag bag stuff. Yeah, that's that's really about it for Nerdly News this week. There's not a whole lot, and wow, we knocked it all out in about 15 minutes. So I'm going to fill out some more of this minutes with a few other things that we need to touch on real quick is that uh, with next week being the last week before me and Cody go on our trip to uh, Screw Attack Game Conference, we really want to make sure that you guys are set up with some content to be excited about. Uh, next week, the cast will return as normal. In addition, we will I will also be doing a Zane's World next weekend to kind of set up expectations as well as do some final preliminary conference stuff because we're going to go there and see if we can't nab some interviews from some people as well as some, uh, some additional show floor style news taking so uh if you're interested in that you know keep up with us on our social media as well as our website yeah we'd really like to see you guys participate more i know that might not be the easiest for some of you but realistically we really would like to see some fan feedback in terms of comment sections uh Encourage your friends to check us out. We are now on iTunes, so that's pretty big. Definitely check it out, subscribe, uh, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, uh, all that stuff, because it really helps at the end of the day, and we're trying to get off the ground still in a lot of ways. Yeah, this past weekend was crazy. Andrew and Anthony had some fun in at separate parties getting drunk and then not knowing exactly where they were at or, you know, fireworks and, and drunkness. That's all i got to say. 
Jean-Luc is screwed over consistently by work. And lastly, Cody's just flat out busy. He needs a break. Um, it is what it is. And I'm sorry that they all couldn't be here this week. So you got me. But because of that, you may notice that I put up at least one episode of Zane's World this week. I will be uploading a second one probably Tuesday or Wednesday. And possibly another one on Friday. I have two that I've been sitting on for a while now and I need to release. Basically, one will be a wrap of V3 and one will be an Arkham Knight review. Yeah, and then I'll probably do the SGC one after that. So you can expect a lot of content coming down the pike this week. But yeah, we love to hear from you guys. So please reach out to us. You can find, like I've, I've said before, but I'll say it again. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Subscribe to YouTube. Subscribe to iTunes. You can subscribe to us directly at our SoundCloud. Please participate. Anthony is now doing Monday night streams every week. Check that out. Support it. Spread it. We love you guys. Talk to you later.